0: I'd like to welcome you to today's Stats and Short Stories episode. Stats and Short Stories is a partnership between Miami University and the American Statistical Association. I'm John Baylor, chair of the Department of Statistics at Miami University, and I'm joined by my colleagues Rosemary Pennington and Richard Campbell, professors in the Department of Media, Journalism, and Film. We're fortunate to be joined today by guest Karen Bandine-Roche, Hurley Dorier, professor and chair of biostatistics at Johns Hopkins University. She's a statistical leader in geronmetrics, the measurement of constructs of aging. She joins us today to talk about establishing valid measurements of hard-to-measure concepts. Karen, welcome.
1: Oh, it's good to be here. Thank
0: you. Oh, it's a delight to have you. I'd like to start with, I'll call it a simple question, but you, <laughs> may, <laughs> you may say not so much. What are the dimensions you consider when evaluating the validity of measuring a concept, well, say, such as frailty?
1: Well, so frailty turns out to be a great example of the sorts of things that validity pertains to. Taken generally, those things we often call constructs, they are theorized attributes, say of a person that can't be measured directly um, but can be assessed using indirect measures. And so a very first preliminary is to be sure that one has defined whatever the concept or the construct is uh, as as a very first step. And so if I were to do that for frailty, the present-day definition of the physical frailty phenotype is a biologic syndrome of decreased reserve and resistance to stressors that results from cumulative declines across stress response physiological systems, as well as those that are responsible for energy production, and that together cause vulnerability to adverse outcomes. So that provides a theoretical lattice, if you will, around which we can verify that measures that we choose to indirectly get at frailty actually appear to be succeeding in doing so. And so a first thing that we look at is face validity. And this is the, the least standard and basically just asks whether the measures look right. And so if, if one had measures of frailty, indirect measures, and somehow they were identifying 80-year-old marathon runners as being frail, that would be a measure without much face validity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the next thing is content validity, and content has to do with whether one has chosen measures that appropriately reflect, in some sense, the whole construct domain um, and also exclude irrelevant measures. And so if I use the definition I said a minute ago as an example, uh, the physical frailty measured phenotype includes weakness, to get at the idea of Dysregulated systems that may result in muscle wasting, uh, exhaustion, and low physical activity to reflect energy deficits. Weight loss again is uh, systemic dysregulation, and, and gait speed is an integrative measure across those things. Uh, and so, they were ch- these measures were chosen very deliberately to match the definition of the construct that was theorized in this case. The, the next aspect is criterion validity, and that has to do with whether the measures one have chosen uh, associate in a logical or intended way with other variables uh, that, that one would designate. So, for example, in the case of frailty, The the whole reason that geriatricians are interested is as a means to identify people who are vulnerable to bad things happening to them so that they can do something about it. And so measures of frailty ought to predict uh, bad things happening to older people. So that would be criterion validity. And then finally, construct validity has to do with whether the measures behave as they are predicted to behave um, in statistics jargon, whether their distributions um, are consistent with behavior predicted by the theory And so an example in frailty would be if if frailty really is a biologic syndrome, then that in some cases implements emergence of frailty as a critical mass of symptoms. And that is something that it can at least be partially evaluated uh, by examining distributions of the multiple measures that comprise frailty also might have to do with close relationships to predicted determinants or um, downstream outcomes.
0: Uh, Karen, your uh, your work is very complex. And one of the things that that I like to ask our, our guests is about how their work is represented in journalism, because a lot of the ways that that people know about frailty and aging is through the work of journalists and the stories they tell. Could you talk a little bit about what journalists maybe can do better or how they're doing in general on covering both aging and and uh, frailty and your work as well?
1: I think the main thing that comes to mind for me is just the need on both sides to uh, work together patiently and, and deliberately. And so when I have had little frustrations working with <laughs> with journalists it would be that something that that something i i would have said ends up being misinterpreted in the attempt to bring it to a lay level
0: mm-hmm.
1: and conversely i'm sure that journalists become frustrated with me uh, in terms of using too much jargon and being able to communicate at a lay level. Mm-hmm. And so it's just on both parts the willingness to invest the work together that arrives at the happy medium in that sort mm-hmm. of a communication.
0: Very good. Oh, that's th- Well, thank you for that. Uh, it's been our pleasure to have Karen Bandine Roche join us on Stats and Short Stories. Thanks, Karen.
1: Thanks so much. I really enjoyed it.
0: Oh, us too. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Department of Statistics and the Department of Media, Journalism, and Film and the American Statistical Association. Stay tuned and keep following us on Twitter or Apple Podcasts or other sources for your favorite podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu. And be sure to listen for future episodes where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics.